The first time he came face to face with Geronimo, Blake Renard came away bloody. The only surprise in the outcome was that he had been alive to come away at all. Blake's horse had come up lame. He and his cousin, Wade Sinclair, were riding double on their way home from town when they crested a low hill and spotted a half-dozen riders rushing straight toward them. Holy Mary, Wade crossed himself. Apaches! Blake peered over Wade's shoulder and felt the spit dry in his mouth. There were six of the half-naked, bloodthirsty devils. Get us out of here, Blake hissed. Wade yanked on the reins, spun the horse around, and dug in his spurs. The horse leaped forward and bucked. Blake lost his hold and went flying. He hit the ground hard and tumbled down the hill. Sky and ground switched places so many times he lost count. Rocks, cactus, torn flesh, blood, pain. Dirt filled his nose, his mouth, his eyes. Sickness churned in his gut. He slammed to a halt against a tumble of rocks at the base of the hill. He lay there for a stunned moment before he realized he'd stopped rolling. Bruised and battered, he coughed and choked, spitting dust from his mouth, and forced his knees beneath him. It was the best he could do just then. Bracing himself on all fours, he hung his head and gasped for air. No point looking around. Blake knew which side of the hill he'd rolled down. He knew Wade was long gone and wouldn't be back. Wade Sinclair wouldn't risk a hair on his head for his own mother, much less for a cousin he hated. Blake knew what he'd see when he raised his head. Panic swelled in his throat and threatened to choke him. His arms and legs quivered like he had the palsy. He was unarmed, afoot, with bloodthirsty savages ready to gut him. He was as good as dead, no two ways about it. With that thought, an icy calmness settled over him. All right, so he was going to die. Everybody died. The best he could do now would be to die like a man. He pushed himself to his feet and straightened. Shoulders back, head up, he turned slowly toward the six restless horses, the six eager riders. Dark bronze faces leered at him, some grinning, some glaring. Apaches, gut eaters, devils. They had him, they knew it, yet they just sat there. Why didn't they move? Why didn't they hurry up and get it over with? What are you waiting for? He yelled. One Apache nudged his Mustang forward until he was so close, Blake had to arch his neck to see the man. The Apache's deep, broad chest gleamed with sweat. His eyes, there was something about his eyes. Then Blake knew. He'd never seen the Apache before, but he knew who he was. This was the one, the one who had murdered Blake's mother, the one who had turned Blake's father into a drunk, the one who'd caused Blake to be tossed aside unwanted, to be raised by an aunt and uncle who already had a family of their own. This was the bastard who had cost Blake his family, his birthright, the bastard Blake had vowed to one day kill. His heart thundered like a herd of runaway horses, while his hands and knees shook. Geronimo, he whispered. The bronze warrior raised a brow. See, that is what I am called. Geronimo cocked his head, as if trying to solve an amusing puzzle. Quien es? 
Blake went blind with fury. Who am I? With a snarl, he leaped forward and grabbed for the knife sticking out of Geronimo's moccasin. I'm the one who's going to kill you, you son of a bitch. Before Blake could get the long-bladed knife free of the moccasin, Geronimo had him by the neck. With one hand, the Apache lifted Blake to eye level. The fleeting thought raced through Blake's mind that this couldn't be real. No man was strong enough to lift him one-handed that way. It was impossible. Yet, incredibly, his feet dangled in midair. With his free hand, Geronimo grabbed for the knife. Blake held on. The two struggled. With both their hands wrapped tightly around the bone handle, the knife came free of its sheath.